this week on the podcast, we are very privileged to have the one and only Mr. Declan Scammell, a photographer who is beyond incredible with not only his work, his efforts, his ethic, and the overall, I think a lot of photographers, I don't think they'll mind me saying, they would aspire to do what you do on the daily Simply because of the level of stuff. Don't put your fucking finger up at me, you can't. Um, I love you, but I will smack that head. Smack anyway. that down on the floor, I smack that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of photographers would very much give their right arm to be at the level of success you are. Despite you may not think it, but the things you do on, you know, daily basis, weekly basis, monthly, some of the shit you tell me that you're doing, I'm like... How do you even do that? Like, uh, you've told me multiple stories, and I think this not only is a good thing for us because we get a great guest on, but also I know you've got a ton of funny stories from doing your spicy work, um, spicy work. amongst <laughs> other things, and also how many chilies is this shoot? <laughs> it's it's a lot of chilies. I don't think we have a spice limit. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you've also. Will, will you be know, telling any of the stories that involve you and Spice? By all means, mate. Oh. Go ahead. Oh. Oh. That just. Look, it's nothing as bad as you probably think. Uh, I don't know. The stuff that's set up, we could it's go. It's not that bad, but I just really wanted to get that audience anticipation going. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely where we're starting. Like when we had Ben on, this is a good chance for people who want to go into your industry, find out more about how maybe where you started, where they can go, how they can market themselves and how they can get into the field more professionally, which for every photographer, I think I know that is the dream to be taking pictures full time, which is incredible. So I don't know if you want to start us off by just telling us a little bit about telling the audience as well about yourself, you know, who you are, what you're about, you know, a little bit of intro on yourself. Okay, so I'm a UK-based photographer, but I travel all over doing it. Um, if they will pay my flights, I will get on the plane. Um, you know, I'll do anything, really, for a paycheck. You know, <laughs> hustler life. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so I do a bit of everything. So my main um, portfolio of work that you see on my Instagram is a lot of cosplay work. Um, because a lot of the other work I do isn't necessarily marketable and something that not a lot of people realise outside the photography world is you don't always get to share the images Um, I've worked for brands that I've been paid and I've had no recognition of those images ever I've worked for brands and the images have been posted in a random country advertising on their equivalent for example like of a super bowl or something like that and you never see it so it's not like this glamorous oh my god i could build my portfolio of these amazing clients yeah you you don't know um i know someone who did a shoot for greg's um and their work was literally on the like the board things when you wear a bus and you see that like digital screen and nowhere does it say who they are and most of the time you're not allowed to tell people that you did it like you can't necessarily you can't repost that work so you can have it in like a professional portfolio somewhere 
but you can't post that work to social media because the copyright is owned by the brand or by the client. So do they they pay you more if they're not going to credit or is it like, is it? Not specifically. Um, Every contract is different. Read your terms and conditions of contracts, people. (laughs) Um, the, The basic thing to do when doing any photography work, any work in general, is... I need to do X thing, they're going to pay me X amount. Am I happy with the money I'm getting? Because at the end of the day, the money is what matters. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't necessarily rely on old work to get you new work. Um, That's why I quite often do personal projects. So recently I've just been shooting random food stuff around the house and editing that as a separate like food portfolio that I could use for like product and for commercial work because the campaign images I have done for brands I can't always post or there might be a timed exclusivity of while it's being marketed and used for six months you can't then you can use it later sometimes it could be years um a friend of mine in the makeup world has just started posting lots of photos I was like oh, I remember that from like a Mac makeup collection eight years ago. They're like, yeah, the the exclusivity ran out. They had it for eight years. Jeez. So eight years, long time. Things can things can vary, and brands sometimes will like to do a throwback. Um, during the pandemic, marketing budgets went vroom straight down. So brands would use old images they'd already paid for, um, and you don't get paid again for them to use old work. No. So, how did you end up getting into photography? Because obviously, I've known you for a number of years, but I've always known you as a photographer. So I don't know when you started or what you like, how you got going. Or I was around fifteen, sixteen at the time. Um, got into it through <laughs> school, um, and photography has sort of always been a back backburner of things I've been interested in. Because it was from the photography that I then got into the makeup side of things. So all my creative outlays sort of came from photography. Um, so I, I got into um, editing photos and stuff um, and was using Photoshop uh, back when it was probably CS2 or CS3. So we're looking like 15 years ago. Um, and it got to the point that when my school purchased um, Adobe and I was in sixth form, they hadn't paid for the training. So I was one of the people training the teachers on how to use um, Adobe Photoshop uh, Fireworks, which doesn't exist anymore. That used to be for like web-based graphics, so GIF creation and stuff like that. Uh, but they've completely cannibalized that. Um, and InDesign. So at the time, I was teaching this, you know, teaching the class. Um, so teaching the teachers and teaching a class, I was helping what was called the ACE group in um, in our school, which was um, people with special needs, a learn difficulties. Um, they were put in a group to essentially pass some form of lessons. So they, instead of being split and doing their GCSE options, they all did English, math, science and IT together. And that was like their main focus. And then they had a social studies class and something else. But they sort of followed each other and they all did the same classes together. So I used to help teach their IT class and, you know, help them get the grades. Um, but yeah, so it started from that. I, you know, rode the pirate seas and got 
Adobe Photoshop and, you know, completely, completely <laughs> legally. Um, as everyone did, as, as legal as LimeWire, yeah. but here we go. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I started off with that. Then I, um, a few years later, won um, what was called Adobe Master Collection. So that was about three grand product that Adobe did, which was all of their software. And I won CS5, which was the new one at the time. And I was then actually able to properly create. And because it was a, like a legal version, I didn't mind publishing work and practicing and doing whatever. Um, and the photography sort of went from there. I had um, I asked for a Sony camera at the time, um, an old way before they became the good cameras they are now. Um, I think it was a Sony NEX something, uh, NEX5, I want to say, or NEX7. And played with that, did sort of music photography because I was doing music tech as one of my A-levels. So I was there helping to edit the audio, um, record the groups and stuff, and any live performances we did, I was one of the people who did all the sound for that. So that meant I was at all the events anyway, and I was also heavily involved in drama, so I was able to take the photos from there. Um, and then it evolved. So then I wanted to do more elaborate stuff and wanted makeup artists, so I was like... Wow, makeup artists are expensive. It can't be that hard. Anyone could do that. Not true. Um, <laughs> and I taught myself to do makeup. Um, and it got to a point where I preferred doing makeup. And to a point I still do. Because once I've done the makeup, I'm done. I can leave. Um, I had a wedding story where I'd finished the wedding, got home at like 1am. I'd like stayed to the after party. They paid me for the whole thing. And by about 3 a.m., I'd got an email from the bride asking if the photos are ready yet. And. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, so that sort of left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, and even now, I have anxiety about making sure Im images are edited in time and getting them out to people and everything. So I sort of left photography for a while. And then I came back into it. I don't really know when. It just sort of evolved again um and then i got into like the spicier work and that was purely just friends knowing i did photography um and feeling comfortable around me and being like look we want this to be done we want to do this sort of photo shoot are you comfortable doing it and i did and i was quite good at it um so then we got to the pandemic um, and I did some slight transitioning because I couldn't work with people. So I did product photography within the spicy industries and still do do product photography within the spicy industries. Willies. <laughs> lots and lots of willies. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smallest toys you'll ever see. They it's a couple who I've worked with before and they were testing new silicon. So they wanted to make tiny little <laughs> toys out of it just to test the firmness and stuff. I was like, oh my god, they'd be really cute DD minis, and next thing I knew they posted them to me. And they were like, Oh, can you take some pictures of your next campaign? So I was they there taking big D D fans as well, and that I forgot to tell them that. <laughs> 
Just imagine it, instead of a gelatinous cube, you just have this fucking dildo come down and fucking destroy the shit out of you instead. No, we had a unicorn, and we had um, an octopus for one of the tentacles. Imagine, imagine you just open a bag of holding and a huge fucking dildo comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm, I'm getting a plan now. <coughs> Oh, draw a card from the deck of many is... things. Let's see which one you draw. You mean the deck of many things? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so pivoted over towards the spicy stuff. Um, then this was last year. It was the first year I was able to get back to going to Comic-Con um, after a gap for medical leave. Um, wow, there's lots we haven't discussed. So, yeah, there's gap for medical, like, five years worth of medical leave. Um, and, yeah, then it became, like, a mixture of, like, cosplay plus spicy and together and separate and all sorts. And then sort of shooting more people and then building up sort of a network of cosplayers that I now shoot all the time, and, yeah, going from there, really. Jordan. <laughs> Hello. Jordan. <laughs> Mate, we got a horse involved this weekend. Like... I really want to see it shoot, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I really wanted it to be a unicorn. Well, oh, I'm going to take no. some options, because I've repaired my armour from the damage of con and everything, so I'm going to take that with me initially. But worst comes the worst. If it's too difficult to work with the horse and have the armor on, I will bring the shirt version of it as well, so I can quickly just chop and change and just yeah carry on. Amazing. Um, so I've also got you a full metal medieval broadsword for a studio shoot we're doing. Oh, Alec just shit himself. <laughs> I've I forgot the dungeon has swords. And when I was there this weekend, Angelica was talking about them. I was like, oh, yeah, forgot about that. Wait, we're going to a dungeon? Oh. Yeah, for the throne shoot. Yeah, it's a spicy shoot, Jordan. It's a very spicy shoot. Are we doing that the same weekend? Same weekend. It's only Gatwick. Lucy did not tell me this. <laughs> you, were there for the, you were there for the discussion where we talked about... <laughs> A shoot of her on the throne and stuff that someone had posted something that inspired it. I was like, I know where there's a throne like that. Was I driving? No. And then we talked about the smoke machine, and it's not you, it's the actual smoke machine. Okay, I thought we were just talking in general. I didn't know we were doing this, but I'm down for it. Like, I'm not going to say no. I mean, Absolutely you don't have not. a choice now, Jordan. It's booked in. You're getting shot. Like, it doesn't matter. I was going to say. Yeah. I, I've already booked the dungeon time. <laughs> Well, good thing I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Get a good chest pump in, damn. Jordan's going. Believe to me, many people. Jordan's getting tested. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the pictures I'm going to be sending into our group chat. Jordan, oh, forward, forward, oh, forward, forward, forward. <laughs> be like, hey guys, Jordan, I've got drawn to the dungeon finally. You said I couldn't do it, but here he is. <laughs> so, should we discuss how we started talking, Jordan? Yes, 100% go. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually extremely wholesome, so you're not going to get much out of this conversation, oh. guys. So well, you can start. Well, to be honest, I can't even truly fully remember it, but I just remember... Wow, like, obviously, so we have nice a, one, George. Well, yeah, well, we have a mutual friend, Will, in, in the States, and, um, like... This was in the peak of, you know, Declan's treatment and everything. Or when it, was it when it first started out or you were mid-treatment then? No, it was a little bit before. Yeah. and then It was a little bit before it. treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're into treatment. Yeah. So, I, I, again, I don't remember how this started, but I, I think you followed me and, like, and then... It was a couple of back and forth conversations and then we started chatting more and more and more and then you started telling me about your photography and everything. And so then obviously it was mutual and yeah, long story short of it, you somehow, and this is again, what's just happened with Declan's just like, oh yeah, I've got your broadsword. Like, he's just telling me like, I was like, oh, you do The Witcher? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, okay, can we find a location with a wooden bathtub? And so... <laughs> we have been trying to organise that shoot for the better part now of what six years. So I found a, co- I found a company with a bathtub, and I found locations, so it can be something we can do. But I think it's a little bit stressful for this weekend. <laughs> well, maybe, but hey, I'm up for anything. Let's just go. Let's just do it. Let's roll with the punches. Um, <laughs> bathtub? Why the fuck not? In for a penny. But I'm just putting it out there. He he didn't block me after asking him to be naked in a bathtub. Well, yeah, but Jordan's yeah. like, don't get paid for anything. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I just got a text um, in block capitals from Julia. She's in the next room, just being like, she's playing Spider Man too. She's like, I get to play as Venom. Because <laughs> she saw none <laughs> of that. <laughs> Literally, block capitals. I was like, yes, yes, you do. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. obviously, Declan and I were back and forth, back and forth for, uh, yeah, well, literal years because. It was at that point, so in the first, because we met in, well, we first started talking back in 2018, 2019, something like that. Yeah, probably 2018. Yeah, and so just, again, with trying to schedule stuff and everything, like, it just, it just for whatever reason, just never worked out, because it, we just couldn't find mutual dates or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't up until Comic-Con. Last year, what? it was October. Yeah, yeah, it was October, October twenty two. Yeah, this where... relationship has gone very quickly in the last year. Yeah, obviously pandemic and everything, and obviously Declan going through treatment as well. Obviously restricting his ability to go out and actually have a life, you know, mm. outside of a room, and then with horrible shame. But you know, you've got to do the right thing there. Some people yeah, would so... argue it's better me being locked in a room, but. Well, yes and no, depending on what you're left in there with. That's going to say, um, it depends what photo shoot you're doing as well. <laughs> um, pay me enough and I'll do any shoot. It's true, you will. Um, so, yeah. And as then long as it's legal. Yes, the old Amex rule. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it got to 2022 October and Declan messaged me saying, like, oh, where are you at? Like, are you going to be at Comic-Con? I was like, yeah, yeah. And obviously, when I'm wearing Geralt, I don't have a pocket. So I literally have my phone stuffed in the leg of my boot. So I can kind of feel it vibrate, but if I'm moving, I won't. And it was only by sheer dumb luck that, you know where the main statue is outside on the green, like with the yeah. anchor and everything. They, um, We were sat there, me and Lucy were sat there just having a little break and everything. And then just out of nowhere comes Declan. And I'm like, this 
strange person approaching me because I'd never seen Declan in person, so I didn't know what he looked like off the top of my head. And so I was like, oh shit, it's you. <laughs> right. Was it the I also, Yeah. I would also say that after this, and I actually his phone number, so this the other thing, it was Instagram messaging, which is spotty anyway, yeah. combined with comm signal. But after this point where I finally got his number, he was added to my phone for the longest time as Jordan Boot. Jordan Boot. Because he's effectively Just calling my boot. <laughs> yeah. So it was and Jordan then, Boot for a long time. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty beastly boots as well. I mean, you think like... I'm wearing this bad boy. It's like... Yeah. You know what they say? Big boots. Big, Big feet. Yeah. Easier to step on. Yeah. Also, very little penis. I've heard that. Yeah. I get by. Maybe what Lucy says after drinking. Well, yeah. What can I say? Although, she's not with me for my personality. Let's not be, let's be real. Yeah, she's with you for that daddy Saudi money. <laughs> 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 I mean, Jordan, you are actually quite sweet and adorable. Yeah, there's been flashes. So, He's been really kind and really cute sometimes. After a while, he does become this sweet little mushy thing. It's normally when he's talking yeah. about Lucy. Yeah. So let's see if this gets edited out of the podcast. Or when, no, he sent, or when he sends me texts, like when I'm like not great with my mental health, it's like it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, I love it. So suck a dick. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's a magazine there's a magazine called Cosplay Journal um, and they do um, like cosplay photography and all sorts of stuff and then they have an exhibition at Comic Con and they messaged a few photographers basically saying would you like to submit work so some of us were messaged and then they put a, a general call out to anyone and uh, the brief was diversity. So there were two images that came to my mind that I could have used. Um, one is an amazing cosplayer called Quintessential Cosplay. Uh, cosplayer. Um, they're non-binary. They are one of the most amazing people I've ever had the pleasure of shooting. I love them. And they've done a gender bend jinx from League of Legends um, at SecretCon. So I'd done some amazing photos of them. And also from Secret Con, there was a picture of Jordan um, as Green Arrow. And instead of going with Quinn, I decided to be very selfish. And I wrote the story about myself and my cancer journey and the support that I'd had from the cosplay community, but specifically Jordan and like him just messaging me while I was in hospital and all this stuff they didn't know he was doing. They don't fucking look at me like that, all right? Fuck off. I'm not a nice person. You Shut are. Up. You are. I'm this is the problem. Now, you really are. But that image was one of the pieces that they printed and was put up for display. And it's also going to be at MCM Birmingham uh, in two weeks' time. So if this is out before that MCM Birmingham, you can go see it if you are at the event. It'll be up on display. Amazing. Yeah, I'm hoping to get this out Friday, like Friday coming. So yeah, it'll be out way before Comic-Con. Amazing. I said you can make the snap judgment where you think if you look at Jordan and go, oh yeah, he looks like a really nice person or you can just believe everybody else by the face that he's probably pulling. 
<laughs> He's a prick. Don't talk to him. No, that's not how it comes about, George. No. Well, it should. You're a big softy. He's, He's a teddy bear at heart. It's only it's only on show to a few people. No, he's an otter, and he's utterly adorable. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Silence. Nothing silence. Silence and resentment. That's <laughs> I'm just remembering I'm giving him a sword next weekend. Yeah. You're nice. He's fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, apparently I was nice to Declan during his treatment. I don't remember I mean, it, but apparently a, I was. a massive cunt if you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's my demographic. Yeah, but there's, yeah. There, there's a level I'm sure you wouldn't even cross. Guy who I know who I'm talking to, going through cancer, do you know what? I'm just going to be a prick to him. Yep. But yeah, that's sort of it. And then we have done... We've stayed together for two cons this year. We've been on an international we... trip together. Yep. Um, to be fair, yeah, I think majority... we I think we tolerate each other. The majority of work I see posted from Jordan comes from you, Declan. If not yeah. all <laughs> the work that yeah. comes is definitely not all of it. Apart from like not like looking at your page constantly, like I'm, when I'm like going Jordan. To see yeah, no, I saw like the stuff like today. I think it was like a whiskey bottle or something, or something along those lines. It was like a oh, the mead bottle. Yeah, yeah, that one. I saw that today whilst I was having a lull, so I was like, oh, yeah, why not? Just scroll. Oh god, through. I've been stalked. <laughs> not stalked. I was just, I was just looking for Instagram. It popped up. Was that? No, this one ah, okay. Done by Declan. This shoot. Let's just have a look. Uh, this See, one, Alex, uh... stalking you. Actually, I'm on Jordan. I'm on Jordan's page. So Jordan's, yeah. Uh, this one was where Jordan's like added into it, but that was from you, Declan. Uh, another one from you, Declan. Uh... <laughs> Thing is, as well, like I always say to Lucy, like whenever we're at a con, like my first priority in the morning when I'm actually looking fresh and everything is in its best condition and I'm not tired and I'm not in a fucking mood because I'm in pain and hungry. My first priority is always to find Declan, if I'm not staying with him, is to find Declan because I know if I shoot with him, I'm going to get exactly what I want, selfishly. Um, it's going to be good quality. It's going to, and not to say not everyone else I work with is not great quality. It's just that I know, uh, like, Working with Declan, I, I feel on my end, I have a very, very good rapport with you and we work well together in a shoot. And, it's, and that it's, really shows. Yeah, and it's it's very comfortable. And I also know that if I have an idea or if you or if like whatever or something you're going to suggest, like stuff that even maybe I've not even thought of, like I know it's going to work and like I don't. I can't think of a photo I've got back from you where I've not been, like, looking at it and, like, good fucking God, like, erect, like, because it's that good. So, yeah, that's always my priority at cons, is to find you, get the good shit first thing in the morning, and then I give a fuck afterwards, and then it's, <laughs> it's done. And the thing is, I like to try and shoot with the people I know first. So... 
it's a it's a long running thing. I don't book cosplay shoots like at cons. I don't want to put the mental stress out there of oh my god, I might miss someone. Um, a lovely, lovely friend of mine who's a cosplayer and photographer. Um, recently, they shared like a list of like what they were doing over like a con- one day of Comic Con. I was like, you've got 20 shoots booked in in eight hours. I was like, realistically, you're looking at like 20 minutes per person, no lunch break, and you're assuming that no one overruns? Yeah, that's not... It's Even, like, like from someone who's never done... Uh, well, I'd say I've done photo shoots, but I've not been a photographer. 20 minutes is not enough time, in, in my personal opinion, to get the shots that you want and to get the shots that you will be happy with. 20 no, minutes is like unless, up, right? Yeah, so unless we know what we're shooting, like, I, I could do a speed shoot with Jordan and Lucy because we know what we're doing most of the time. We have an image planned out. There's some kind of pre-planning there. But when it's someone I've never met before, that just is not happening. So it's not something I do. I, I say to people, mesh me when we're there, or if you see me shooting with someone, politely come up and interrupt when it's appropriate and, like, check. And I will then try and shoot you straight after. And that's the way I like to try and do it, is I look, just grab me when I'm shooting and i'll shoot you next because i can't deal with that stress of booking people yeah. um but i will always try and do you everyone i know first so it's like it's you guys uh chester other lucy scott alex etc it's it's the group first and yeah. then it expands to other people i know so say someone comes up to you random at cotton do you do it for free for them or do you charge them Oh, yeah, yeah, no free. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I, I don't charge for photography at cons. Uh, that is is against the rules, firstly, but I do know people who do do it. Um, but it, it's not my jam. I'm there to have fun. It's an opportunity for people that wouldn't necessarily be able to afford my rates normally to have some really good photos taken. Um, it's marketing. Um, the more people that get images out there people follow different people and some might not be following me, but they're following this smaller influencer because they're friends, but they might be a bigger influencer who has a bit more of a budget and they might be able to book me. So it's a day where I'm hanging out, seeing my friends. It's a business expense and it's marketing. It's almost that like sounds really stuff. Like you're just networking it, with it different is. people, no matter how big, no matter how small, because you don't know who's on the other side of their teams. Exactly, and that sounds really callous, but it's not meant to be. I love no. taking photos of anyone, and it gives everyone that opportunity to have photos taken. Whereas, unfortunately, in the real world, I need to look at my budget, I need to pay bills, I need, to, I have things I have to pay for, so I can't always do free work. So, a con gives me that opportunity that, you know, it's a business write-off, I'm there for these hours, fill my time, give me people to shoot. Yeah. And over a con weekend, you can crank out a lot. I was going to say, yeah. the way you talk about it, it's almost like you give yourself that time to almost fall in love with photography again because you're not doing it for work, you're doing it for pleasure, you're doing it for fun, and it gives you almost like a reset. That's what I get from how you talk about it. It, it really is. And the other thing, and this, 
trying how to phrase this. There's something about being able to shoot people with all levels of cosplay. You have people like John and Lucy who put so much time and effort. Um, our friend Chester, who does the most amazing screen accurate like copies of cosplays. And then you get someone who maybe it's their first cosplay and they're doing a casual cosplay, but they're able to have this amazing photography experience and seeing them enjoy themselves is really big for me. And seeing people like the work I'm doing is really big for me. I like, I'm a people pleaser. I like them to enjoy what's happening. And like, you see these people who um, aren't necessarily sure what the experience would be like. They're not sure. Yeah, they're just not sure about it. And then they realise, oh my god, this is really fun. Or, oh my god, I really enjoy doing this. I'll come to con again. You know, I've shot people and it's their first con. And they're like, oh my god, this has been such an amazing experience. I didn't think anyone would want to photograph me. And you're like, no, that's not what this is about. It's here. Have fun. It just makes the experience a little bit better for you and for them at the end of the day. That's basically exactly. what you're from it anyway. Yeah, that, that is it. It's making sure everyone has fun and everyone has an amazing time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys are so, I'm, I'm just here, just like, to be honest, and just like awe of how passionately and how nicely you speak about what you do for people. Like you say, just the people who have maybe come there the first time and they may not feel like, oh, no one's going to want to do this to me. Like, they might not be at the level that, say, Jordan and Lucy are with the, the time and effort they're able to put into it but for them it might have been so much time so much effort and they've rocked up there just thinking oh no one's gonna give two shits about me to then yeah. have someone like you there who's like hey no let's give you some really good fucking photos use these yeah. and, and, and you never know what can come of it which is just that's fucking awesome to hear you talk like the way you talk about it it's phenomenal i, I love it i just love it and it's it's relaxing for me Con is a holiday. It sounds really weird because I'm like, I am dying after con. Like, my body is dead. <laughs> but it's dead for the right reasons. I've been running around, having fun, meeting new people, shooting, having experiences. It's amazing. And I love it. And now I'm, I've got this amazing friendship group that I've been absorbed into. And it's just even better. You've done like the like like you do the free photos while you're there and everything. If someone offers to pay you for the service that you've done, would you still take it, or are you just like, no, that's not my way? No, it, it it's not my way. Like I I will say to them, I will take your money if you want to book me for a future shoot. Like put that money towards another shoot, and we'll we'll plan another shoot together. Um, but I don't want to be paid for. The, the work I'm doing there because I would be doing it for free anyway if they like my work book me for another shoot and then they'll get more images that they like Con is very much a, a marketing tool for both cosplayers and photographers you yeah. get so much content grafted out and everyone it's kind of a mutual understanding of you know you know you you've rocked up in the costume you know you're doing like you're in the front of the camera you're putting in the effort to you know give a good pose and facial reactions and you know show off the work and everything and then vice versa the photographers are there putting their time in you know 
pooing themselves. I'm not. I've seen Declan lays on the floor half the fucking time. <laughs> like, it's become a running it, joke. The yeah. amount of shots that I'm now laying on my back, like with someone stabbing me. There was an amazing. Oh, Pantheon. I couldn't think of the League of Legends character. There was an amazing Pantheon cosplayer um, who is Angus Boy, I think, on Instagram. Um, oh, that's good. I, oh, God. If I've got his name wrong, he is the sweetest guy. Uh, Angus the Boy. Um, and it was raining, and he was like, he was going to go change his cosplay anyway. And we've been talking on Instagram for ages. He was a really gorgeous-looking Spartan guy that I was chatting to in the, in the centre, that one. Um, huh? I've seen that picture. That was a great picture. Yeah, so, whichever one. So I like, <laughs> I like photos that other people aren't going to have in their portfolio. Sorry. Because I'm a great believer of it. has been carved by Aphrodite herself. He is fucking <laughs> ripped. And then I do another similar shoot with Metalhead Swifty in, I'm going to say his Assassin's Creed cosplay. I think it's Edward Kennedy, but I get all the Assassin's Creed characters mixed up. Edward Kennedy. That's it. But I don't want to offend him, so I think that's the one that he cosplays. But if not, Assassin's Creed protagonist, um, with him stabbing me with the knife underneath. And again, laying down in the rain, <laughs> in a puddle. Like, yeah, sh- stab me! <laughs> but yeah, the, the photos worked, and that's it. I like giving like, someone someone something unusual. So, so I just got another text from Julia, just be like, again, block capitals. He ate Craven's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might this... have tagged this with Spider Man spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, I mean, oh, we, we did we that are. last episode. Yeah, <laughs> fair. You fake fan? Were you even listening? I was. You, you can't say that. Man, he's always the first one that reposts and shares it to his story. You Everything, can't say that. All the time. Oh my god! Like, put it up this morning, and I'd done your collaborator like collaborator <laughs> trick on it, and I was like, yes, I remembered this time. I was smart this time round. Yep. <laughs> I like supporting my friends. Well, this... Yeah, they're supportive, and then there's next level. And then like, there's every... This is it's, it's amazing. Like I, yeah, you oh. see the post before I even see the post, and I'm tagged in the buckets. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, plugging one of your other things, I really want a pagan props code. I don't want any <laughs> kickback from it, but I'd like to know at the end of the year how many people I've sent to pagan props. So yeah, good. Declan, Declan sent us the client through, and you know, said like you know. Cost-wise and everything, got the go-ahead pretty much straight away. So, yeah, and really grateful for it because he does. He does. He plugs our business a lot. And anytime anyone asks, "Oh, I'm looking to get this done, I'm looking to get that done," he always says, "I'll message these people." And you know, we. I think we've done fairly well out of it. Like that, a lot of people, even if they don't take us up on it or they're just making an inquiry, people do ask and they do reach out. And you know, we do get these little gems. And honestly, that mask turned out so much better than I thought it was going to. Like I, I know, I know the quality of work that we produced like that. But yeah, that that one I was very very proud of because that it so, just turned out so nice. This is my thing. I I am a supportive friend and I will always support my friends. But I won't send people to a shit product. 
and pagan props props photograph beautifully and i think it could be um part of your process you showed in the video is the the second uh resin layer you do yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that could be something to do with it but your your props photograph really well because something that can be an issue is texture so sometimes you see the like filament layers um yeah. in a photo and something sometimes things will shine awkwardly where it should be matte or it's matte and it should should be shiny but your props always go really well the textures are correct there's those little details that when i'm looking at the high end stuff cuz my photos turn out relatively okay most of the time it, it's those little details that i want to make sure are there and if i don't have to edit to make sure that there's enough shine on a sword or a reflection or get rid of a reflection it makes my life easier yeah the resin is something we only tend to use on stuff that is multiple small parts in a small area so like both of my swords up there they've had resin on them uh that axe actually hasn't that's that's just a, a filament print so that's that's not got anything on it but yeah most of the stuff you'll see there. It's mostly my props because I have swords and knives and whatever. But weirdly enough, this dagger I did from Skyrim, this one was just a bit of a passion project for me. That's not got any resin on it. That That is just pure sanding till my fingers bleed. <laughs> and it does come out quite nice and it has a nice shine to it. it is that the one you've recently added to the store? I saw you yeah. added some. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was that. Not that I yeah. stalked the store or anything. Oh, no, not at all. But no, that is, yeah, the biggest thing. Like, with anything like a, a sword or a knife, if you can't get the layer lines out, and that, that mask was a fucker, because that, because it's so ornate and so such little intricate details, yeah. could not get into every single layer line as much as I wanted to. It just wasn't happening. So it's normally we charge more for adding resin to a print because the chemicals aren't cheap. Like, it's... We get them in a big box, but again, it's 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 expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we normally charge more for it. Before, you know, we're not already gave the price, so not gonna charge up on that. So yeah, but no, it it did come out really really well, and I'm really proud of the work that we did on that one because it was. And I'm I, shooting I, on the Saturday. There we go. So I don't, I don't normally take bookings, but they're a friend, and it's not a booking, so we're shooting at some point on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we're going to take masks with us because we're going to do a hand drop off. Which, to be fair, we've done a few of those. To be fair, where we just rocked up with a load of props in the car, and it's just like, yep, have that, fuck off, go. <coughs> so yeah, but the, the, some of the stuff we've kicked out recently, I've been really, really happy with. Like we've done blast Star Wars blasters for people, and like the big thing at the minute, the web shooters are finally starting to take off. We've actually got an order for web shooters. Nice. Nice. I mean, now two web shooter orders that have come in this month. So those are ones for someone that are going to go out sometime this week. So yeah, and but the trident is going to be a fun one. And I like that. Very much trying to keep on top of what's trending at the moment. Obviously, on, as much as I don't support it because Amber Heard is going to be in it, I've got no time for that. I'm yeah. all for the money. So Aquaman cosplayers are going to be coming out of the woodwork Mm -hmm. and a trident is going to look sexy. Um, I've told you, you know the Mystique story, don't you? Yes, I do. (laughs) So, um, 
working this out. 2013, 2014, I want to say. Sure. Um, I did a... Is it Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Is that the one I'm thinking of? J-Law, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So Jennifer Lawrence um, cosplay of um, Mystique. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any clothes on. It was full body paint and then silicone prosthetics. Okay, that's... But they walked around Comic-Con... Bollock in the naked. nude. Literally. I think I was there that year. Yeah. So if you saw a Mystique cosplayer that looked very well done, if I do say so myself. It, it was very, very well done. I must admit, I was like, oh my god. Because she was fucking naked, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> she was naked. There was nothing on. There wasn't a thong. There was nothing. Damn. So, like, for example, the breasts were kind of covered because that was a breastplate. Yeah. Yeah. But there was no clothing to speak of. That's... Please don't ban me from your events, MCM. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But also, like, a testament to the talent of the person who did that body paint to make it look that good that you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> body painting. I don't do it enough. <laughs> you didn't Scottish Jacks was a lot. Pardon? You're going to do it for Lucy at some point as well. Yeah, I'm doing that for Lucy, not that version. Um, no. And Scott's Drax was really fun. Yeah, Scott did a Drax cosplay yeah. and it, it um, did look good. Where, where is a picture of yeah, this? Yeah, I want to see that. Uh, I fucking love Drax. We know. And there was Swoldemort. I know you weren't proud of that one, but it, it did. It wasn't my prosthetic, so. I wanted him to come over and me smother his face in stuff and make the make the cast, but oh, here you go. Oh, that's, that's so cool. cool! Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. The scars yeah. were detailed as well; they were textured as well, so they were like three D, like they were like properly there. That's awesome. That hasn't taken yeah. ages until. Someone slapped her on the head. Oh, I can see, yeah. Someone just came round and went, Oh my god, buddy! Oh, he pissed. <laughs> yeah. He, he was not happy that day. Um, what were we talking about? Well, photography, funnily enough. Photography, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't next to me, but I thought I had one of the tentacle dildos I'd been sent to photograph. I was like, no sausage, but tentacle. <laughs> No, no sausage but calamari calamari yeah <laughs> no what I do like obviously you do both photography and makeup I and see. stuff well no I'm yeah. about like makeup and stuff like knowing <laughs> and hearing you speak so passionately about like your cosplay photography what do you prefer to do do you prefer your makeup side or do you prefer your photography side I love them both and they both have their own place and it depends what I'm doing. I I love and hate at the same time high pressure situations. Like a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine phoned me at like six AM. Um, their makeup artist had cancelled on a photo shoot. Uh, because unfortunately, um the the makeup artist's child is diabetic and something had happened, so they had to cancel. And my friend phoned me, Sean, she phoned me and she was like 
super last minute, can you be here uh, by 10 o'clock? I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then I phoned her to like, double check the location. I was like, I didn't even have time to get make sure you had your kit ready. I was like, it was ready from the weekend of Comic-Con. It was fine. I've, I've got this. <coughs> so I like high-pressure situations like that. Um, because you can really get stuck in and do stuff. Um, and there is something fun about knowing once you're done, you're done. You don't have to deal with retouching. Yeah. And like you don't have to deal with the editing. Once the makeup is done, it's that's it. Like I might need to powder something during the shoot or whatever. But once we leave set, I don't have to touch it again. Whereas after a photo, I then have to edit it, make sure it looks okay, check that the model's okay with it, check the brand's okay with it. So th- they both have bits I love and I don't love. Um and especially in a, with a con, um, I I do sometimes get messages from people where they're like, "Oh, I'm seeing all these images coming out. Um, where are mine?" And I feel bad because I I edit my really good friends first. So like Jordan and Lucy, Scott, Chester and Lucy. I already um, <laughs> But like all of that lot, Charlotte, they all get edited first because. We're really good friends. That's how it happens. And then basically it goes in order of knowing someone. Yeah. Which sounds really bad. Um, like Matt and Marion, of course, uh, in the friends lot. But um, it sort of goes down. Basically, if if I've never met you before, you're lower down that list. And it means it might take a month or so for those images to get to you, which I feel bad about. But people don't think about I'm a working photographer, so I've got images that I, I'm being paid to take that have a precedent because I aim to do a seven to ten day turnaround for paid images. So I have that. Um, so yeah, it's sort of all. I'll try how to articulate it. So yeah, it, it it depends. I like them both for different reasons. How long it's a bit of a cop out. Sorry, you cut out there, my lovely. Sorry, how long does it take to roughly edit one of the images? Because like, you did the it speed depends. run, TikTok, and I was like, "That's amazing!" But how actually long did that speed run actually take? So that was about ten to fifteen minutes. Um, oh. So yeah, general image editing, I could do twenty to thirty minutes. Uh, Jordan has seen me editing at the bar before. It's scary. Like, especially with photographers, again, like you say, like, depending on how well they know you or where you, they, how they prefer to do their thing or what level of editing they do. You know, I, I think the longest I've ever waited for a photo back was like three months. So when you're considering you're used to that timeline and then Declan just comes in and like, done this for you, it's in your WhatsApp. I'm like, fucker. Like what? <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, like we were sat, we were sat in a cafe in Amsterdam, and I was thinking, "Shit, I've got no content to post." Like, I'm just wondering what we're going through. And Declan's like, "I love the Sarah shoot. I, I, I don't know how Lucy spent the whole day in that dress. I know that she was wearing sneaker trainers underneath and stuff because yeah. smart girl. Yeah, but it's yeah. trainers and leggings. The, the the weight of that hair, just looking at it, I was like, oh, that makes my head hurt. How on earth did she spend like a whole day in it? Yeah, like, and not yeah, get, like a uh, headache just, and 
Mm. Yeah. You know what? She actually she was a lot more comfortable than she thought she was gonna be. Like we that we was actually really good cosplay. Yeah, well she paid a lot of fucking That's money incredible. for it. It was yeah. It, Sorry, it was all a, of her cosplays are really good. I meant good as in a comfortable cosplay. It was it's a good one to be in. Oh yeah, like she like was a pre- we were so prepared for her to just have a shit day and just like even like even if we had to like come back to the Airbnb and get changed. Like I never want to leave the con if I don't have to. But that was one of those occasions. Yeah. Where I was like, okay, I can understand that. So fair enough. If you need to go then we'll go and we'll just come back and that's 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 fine no problem yeah because she was prepped to come back and sit like normal clothes and streetwear yeah but no she stuck out the whole day and like loved wearing it it's just now getting that thing cleaned by that's a dry clean job only it's actually a pure oh, white dress walking gosh, through london yeah, yeah no, i was gonna say she should have got a free ticket from mcm for cleaning the floor yeah she did <laughs> i mean you should get you should get free tickets for being on their bloody marketing materials yeah, right. Like they give anything away for free. Don't even credit you for being on their marketing materials. No, part of the terms and conditions, that fun one. That's also another thing. That's why a metal photographers won't charge at a con where well, they shouldn't because technically MCM are entitled to a cut of your profits. Yeah. Damn. Fair. 10% of everything you do. Yes. Yeah. So 10% so of all stallholders. Nothing. So that goes for stall holders too. So people who pay for a stall That's also the need worst to get ten percent. Paid for that stall initially, and then they have to give out ten percent of what they make. Yeah, yeah. And it's higher for certain things. Food and drink is higher. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I got more questions, so I can go anytime. I was going to say, I was going to probably lead us into the the content that we're all wanting for. Would you prefer your standard, bog standard, I say bog standard cosplay photo shoot because compared to some of the spicy shit, it is. What what do you prefer? Do you prefer your more risque, outrageous stuff or do you prefer the the cosplay shoots? I, I can imagine they're quite different, but... I like a shoot where the model is enjoying themselves. And I don't necessarily mean enjoying themselves how you think I mean enjoying <laughs> themselves with spicy. But you can tell in an image if someone doesn't want to be there. Yeah. So I, I've i got photos of people in a Spider-Man union... Not union suit. What's the... Spider-Man cosplay. What's that suit called? Like the pr- printed... The latex suit. Sentai suit? Yeah, well, yeah, there's Sentai suits, basically. Sentai suit, yeah. thank you. So I've got pictures of Spider-Man cosplayers in Sentai suits that I love because they are enjoying themselves. Um, not just Spidey, um, Grace. I love her to bits. We've been friends for ages now. She does amazing cosplays. Like, her... Uh, what's his name? I'm a bad geek. I'm a fake geek. Um, Peter. No, what's his name? Quit. Ha. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Peter yeah, Quill. Peter Quill. Peter Quill. Cool. <laughs> my my brain not working. Um, I love that cosplay of hers as well. But I've got pictures of her in what's relatively a low effort in quotation marks cosplay because it's just a suit. The poses she does, that is not low effort. Like, I have seen her hanging off of prison rails um, at a certain con 
and she was called out but not called out in a safety uh post for the <laughs> following year saying please don't climb on things um but i've had shoots like that that have been the best i loved every minute of it and then people have done these most elaborate cosplays ever that look miserable as sin and i hated it um and the same with spicy work I've got people who are like average Joe couples. They're not Adonises, they're whatever, but they are enjoying themselves. They've booked it as like a couple's thing. It's like a little bit of sauciness or whatever. And then I get people who it's an average day for them because they work in the industry or in OnlyFans or whatever. And they look bored as fuck. And I'm like, your content is not going to look good, but whatever. So for me, I my favorite shoots are the ones where someone is enjoying their shoot. Oh, I'd be horrible to photograph them because I'm so awkward, so unphotogenic. It's unreal. I hate it. But that's... See, that's where it comes on to me. No, Jordan. Um, <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was like, just turning up to check a print and I heard that and I was like... <laughs> um, it's my job to make sure you are comfortable throughout the shoot. And having a good rapport, joking and having fun is part of my job to get you a good image. Not everyone likes having their photo taken, but we can make it enjoyable and pain-free for you. And so that is a, a thing for me. If you're feeling awkward, we will find a way to make you feel less awkward. The other thing I always say to Jordan is sexy shoots are not sexy. Like, they, I, can be, I can imagine they could be quite awkward. Not well, really. Um, they can be awkward when someone it's their first time, or your first time working with them when you're ha getting that rapport. Which is why a lot of the times, I tr unless you're a professional in the industry, um, in which case it's slightly different. But I don't like to do anything spicy with someone I've not shot before. Makes sense. Because it means we've got that bit of rapport, we know each other, we're, we're on a friendly basis. It's not going to be, hi, my name's blah, 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 and I'm now in my bra and pants. It's, you know, we've at least met, we've chatted, we've done whatever. Um, at the very least, it's go get a coffee, make sure everyone's comfortable with this before we go into the studio. Yeah. Because that's the other thing is, I don't want someone walking into the studio meeting me going oh my god i feel comfortable with this but i'm in the studio i i can't walk I can't out now back out now yeah yeah so that that coffee in costa or a little cafe beforehand for 20 30 minutes gives them that out they can say oh i need to get something from my car and never come back luckily it hasn't happened but it, it gives them that out and they can feel comfortable meeting in that neutral space yeah. and you know it feels safe I mean, that, that's a weird thing for me, because obviously when we first started talking, we arranged like what would have been this very, like, potentially quite awkward shoot, but it's like... True. Yeah. I will say, my I have I have grown as a photographer, and some of the things I do now is more... It's, I'll try how to put it. I probably would have done a little bit more back then than I would now, like, in a risky shoot first thing, which I wouldn't do now. Yeah, because so you've grown and you've developed and you know stuff. how you best work. Yeah, I, I know how I'm comfortable working in the industry. 
and I know how I want to make people feel when they're working with me in the industry. So yeah, it segues on to a very good point, obviously, with how you conduct yourself in shoots and the way that you work with models. It is it is second to none because it, after one time of working with you, and now obviously continuously, like multiple times, and apparently going into a dungeon with you this weekend. So, um, I swear you knew this. I, I forget what happened yesterday. Don't ask me to remember things. It's a miracle I know where we're going. Do you know how many times I have to remind myself this week that I've had to say, right, doing this with Declan this week. Have to remember. Have to get things ready. My my point I'm coming on to, like, the way you consider things, like, so Declan is, as we've all considered, like, he works in the spicy industry, and so obviously he has to be very aware of how he's coming across, how he's being perceived, how interactive he is with models, not only, like, obviously verbally, but physically, obviously a very, very big thing. But that still translates into his abilities as a cosplay photographer. So when I first shot with him, or there's been a case where I've been present for shoots and he's like, okay, do you mind if I touch you? He says this from like 15 feet away. Do you mind if I take this piece of hair and move it over here? Or may I just reposition you? Can I move your waist here? Or can I ask you to do this? Like the, the level of consideration he puts into the fact that he wants people to feel comfortable is incredible. Like, and now that if it doesn't happen with another photographer, I get weirdly put out more than I would have if I'd never <laughs> shot with him because I'm so used to it now. And I think, Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like for me as a man, it doesn't, I don't give a shit. Like it's not a big thing for me. Declan, I'm saying. So, um, if you go on my Instagram, you'll see there's a pinned consent post thing to do this recent comic con. Um, and I have put a lot of things out about, um, stuff that happened a male cosplay friend who i will never name because it's not my story to tell um had a photographer brush against their genitals while going to adjust his belt is what the photographer said it was a female photographer not a male photographer and it has fucked my friend up mentally because they were of the mentality and they've said this to me um, since because we've had this discussion and they've, they're sort of decompressing and talking to me about it. And one of the things they said was anytime you put that post out, I was like, cool, I built like a brick shit house. I would hit them in the face. I would do this. That would not happen. If that was me, these, these things would happen. And they were like, no, I froze. And worst part was I let them continue shooting. Like, they didn't even stop the interaction. They they continued to let the shoot happen. And they just felt really uncomfortable. Did and they not apologise? No, the person did it on purpose. There wasn't an apology. It, it was literally sexual assault. Um, under the guise of adjusting the cosplay. That's... So I know where you're coming from, Jordan. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. It can happen to anyone, and that is something that's... that I really have to stress: is it can happen to anyone, that's and that's awful. not and... not fair. Yeah, right. Especially not in this day and age, as well. Not in this day and age, but you think as well with the. Uh, I'm going to try and phrase this very carefully, 
with the mentality of a lot of people in the world at the moment, had those genders been reversed, that male photographer is guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. And yep. the, that's, one, not fair, because that's not the justice system we live in, it is innocent yep. until proven guilty. But because the genders were the way round that they were, the likelihood of anyone taking that guy seriously is slim to none. Oh, yeah. And and the toxic. This is where and and I'll I'll bring it out. This is where the toxic masculinity of oh you're getting a little bit mentally upset because a chick grabbed your dick while you're doing a photo shoot. <laughs> but yeah, that doesn't fucking matter. It has it has really mentally fucked him up, and. Mm. He's considering not coming to a con again. Um, and that's like and I've said to him that, like... So I've said to him that I hope that's not the choice, but I respect whatever choice he's, he has. Um, he hasn't and won't tell me who it was. Um, I can't force, the, force him. It's, yeah. it's not my place. Um but it could happen to anyone. Um, and I am a, I am always there for consent. Like your props are an extension of you. Um, I'm not good. Excuse me. I'm not going to touch someone without consent. And in the nicest way possible, I'd rather not touch anyone in the first place. <laughs> um, I thought we had something special. <laughs> It's one. It's so a spicy principle is. I always tell people to bring someone, like bring someone with you. Um, uh, you know, a chaperone essentially, for no other reasons than you know you're safe. There could never be a he said, she said, she said, he said any of that situation. We've got someone else there, and we've got muscle to help move lights and stuff. So yay me. <laughs> Set takedown is so much easier of an extra hand. But if we're doing something and you're tied up, which literally happens in my job, you could be tied up. I can't just say to you, can you move something or can you brush your hair? You might not be able to move your hands or move anything. Mm. It's, it's better for you to have someone you're comfortable touching you than me touch you. I would much rather your, your partner, your friend, your sister, someone was there doing an adjustment so I don't have to and you feel comfortable. Well, because your sister's thing... there in a spicy shoot, I think there's some bigger issues no, there. No, but no, that's no, it's okay thing. because he's clearly shooting like Norwich, yeah. Ipswich kind of way, so... <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's one of the big things for me. Um, and I'm also a great believer of consent can be taken at any time. Like, Jordan and Lucy have both said I don't need to ask them. But I will ask before I change, touch any time because I might have touched them or someone and they could then feel uncomfortable and don't want me touching them again. And they might not feel comfortable expressing that unless I ask them the question. Consent can be taken at any moment. And this, this is the beauty of what you do and the way you do it because I don't even know if it's conscious for you at this point, but even if it is... It's it's a level of standard. This is the point I'm trying to get across. And if any photographers are listening to this, sorry, I, I interrupted. 
no no it's, it's fine it's all it's a good way to do it because what you've said is completely valid because there are dudes like me again like i'm not a small dude so anyone would think if someone did something inappropriate to me it would be a case of get the fuck off or i'm gonna hit you but i think i'd freeze as well like that would scare yeah, the living absolutely. shit out of yeah. me because i wouldn't yeah. know what to do it'd be so unexpected and it'd be yeah. like oh like uh, paralyzed uh, what 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 the fuck just happened yeah, yeah, like, honestly, like, because it's, it's happened before at cons where, like, well, not like that, but where, like, this used to, this was before the whole cosplay is not consent kind of movement came in, but I've told Lucy this story, like, that when I used to do one of my Green Arrow variants, like, that, like, she had, like, tight leather trousers, and so two old biddies walked past me. I love that cosplay. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and stuff like that, and, like, there was, um, there was a, a family, like a mum and a dad, so a husband and wife and their kid, and they wanted a photo. Like the mum said, I'll oh, go get a photo of Green Arrow to the kid. And like, while her husband stood next to me, she's grabbing my ass. I'm like, I can't react. Because for all I know, the guy is going to think I'm the instigator here. Yeah. And he's going to yeah. hit me. Or like, and again, like, what do you do in that situation? Like, because you, you, there is a certain pressure because you're like, you're trying to. You know, just be there in the character and just be there. And uh, honestly, like, it's it's fucking weird and it it is quite scary because this person's just taking a liberty and it's like beyond a liberty. But yeah, that's why it's like it's always been a, a breath of fresh air when we work together because it's so unexpected. And like you say, I know we say like you know you don't need to ask; it's absolutely fine. But you still do, and it's. It I don't think I can stop myself at this point. <laughs> I don't think so. I think a lot of it for you is probably unconscious. So yeah. if any photographers are listening to this episode to get an insight into what Declan does, this is the biggest lesson I think to take away from it is that every second of every moment, get into the habit of getting the consent, making sure models are comfortable. They feel emotionally and physically safe because with Declan, not once have I ever felt concerned because it, it shocked me the first time. Cause I was like, why the fuck are you asking this? No one has ever asked me this before. Mm. And then it clicks. And that's and the problem. Like, exactly. And that's the scary part is that, hang on, no one's ever asked me this before. Why is this not standard practice? Honestly, it's like I've signed an end, like a contract with him, like saying, oh, I will do this. I will ask this. I will like lay out these points. It, it, and that's just a cosplay shoot. Like, there's no spicy content involved whatsoever. And I'm normally clad to toe in like armor or leather or like a, basically something that is not sexy whatsoever and it's so i tried to hear him argue that leather's not sexy yeah like what well, kind of fucking fucked up planet do you come from yeah, yeah that's true not- um but it's normally stuff that if you were to touch me i probably wouldn't feel it anyway because the armor is that thick or like i'm wearing something that's just not gonna go through to my skin so i wouldn't even know if you did do it but still take the time make sure i'm comfortable and does not hesitate for a second to make sure that the the mood has not changed and that the consent is still there and it it is truly a, a testament to you to as a professional this is what you do and it, it it's really refreshing and even Lucy said, like, there was a, a photographer that she shot with at an event. I won't name the event, and I won't because, you know, I don't want anyone to listen to this and feel called out or anything. But Guy didn't do anything wrong. But Is this the one I'm thinking of that we talked about in the car, Reese on the way? Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, and again, nothing wrong happened because if it would, then that's like, that's my problem, and then that's when I make a scene. But <sighs> he would like the guy moved like again her props and like her wig and stuff without first just saying, "Can I do this?" Like, or could you like do this? Yeah, and it's like. It's a little thing, but honestly, it makes such a massive impact. It is a huge thing, and it's it. The guy again, the guy completely innocent, did nothing really wrong, but it takes the wrong person to then be that model, and then that could not only end that guy's photography career, it could end his life. Like that's it. I do always have the joke with look with the group, like everyone that I. I'm always waiting for someone to try and cancel me because of shooting spicy and cosplay. I, I am waiting for someone to, like, try that. It's a genuine fear. No one's going to ever do it, though, Declan. This is the thing. I don't know how many times I have to say it until I'm blue in the face. I've never had someone ask so many bloody questions about, like, just like, oh, can I move this strand of hair? I'm like, <laughs> dude, it's not even my fucking hair. Do it. <laughs> It's a so, wig. So the way I think of it, and is that co- props are an extension of the person. Like they cost money. They, you know, I would never touch someone without their consent. So why should I touch their belonging without extent, you know, consent, even if it's attached to them? So that's the big thing with that. I do see a lot of amateur and hobbyist photographers who are new to the cosplay scene. They're the ones I definitely don't see asking for consent. Uh, I think I'm really lucky when I hang around with other photographers. I hang around with people like Tom, like Darren. um, So, uh, underscore photography, underscore is Tom Bastard got a good username. Um and Well he's IP... Oh well, that's it. Um dyslexic, I read it wrong. Uh, and then Darren is iPhoto UK. Yeah, iPhoto UK. Um whenever I'm hanging around with like professional photographers like that, I always notice that they're doing the same. They're checking for consent. Tom's um, very good for it. Tom is on your level. Tom Tom has a boudoir background. He does, yeah. Um, and Darren does too. Darren used to shoot boudoir. Um, Pedro, uh, Pedro, cosplay by Pedro. Yeah, he's really good. I don't know if he's ever shot boudoir specifically, but he is really good. Um, Giles and, is very good as well. Giles, yeah, fantastic. and Dan is really good. Yeah, Dan is again another one, but again, he's also very new to cosplay photography as well. Like, yeah. So it's good to see he's getting those good habits in off the bat. This is it. And I'm trying to think how to phrase it because I don't want cosplayers to suddenly start calling photographers out because I don't think that's fair. But I do also think these people need to be told. It's that weird thing of I feel like they need to know they need to give the consent yeah. like or get the consent. And I don't necessarily think, unless someone tells them they're going to know, and they're going to know that they're not necessarily doing something wrong, but they're not doing something to the best of their ability if they're not, if they aren't asking. Yeah. 
It's all about, it's the same with anything. Until you're told, you may not know because it's it's an innocent mistake. Yeah. But it is one that can have, you know, like, you know, say in the scenario that you mentioned, if that was a complete accident, which, you know, whatever the story is, I don't know, it's none of my business. But if that yeah. wasn't, if it was an accident, then it's a case of actually, could that have been prevented with a bit more TLC? Yeah. I personally can't see it's an accident because i don't understand a belt of all descript all objects why didn't you ask the person to move that mm-hmm. yeah it's not like it's like they couldn't see like your arrows or quiver behind you that could be awkward or your sword or something like that yeah then i could understand the the conversation happening about you know or not happening sorry someone going up to move that the belt's in front of you, mate. You know, you can wiggle that around. Can literally just, That's yeah, why just I don't... look down and see it. Like, hello. Yeah. That's why I don't I... think that, that was an accident. Sorry. Yeah, but, but what I mean is if that was an accident, you know, it, it, if, that was, if put, take that scenario out of it, but the same thing happens, but it is a genuine accident, that, yeah. could, have, that could be avoided with just saying, oh, your belt's a bit askew. Do you mind moving it, or are you okay with me moving it just so I can get it right for my shot? You know, yeah. It's, it's the little things that make the big picture, and they they they're what make give people like you say. You're all about giving a good experience, and for me, considering I've been cosplaying for the better part of how long? Six. Well, it'd be seven years next year. Not once have I had that experience where someone's taken that a level of care and it's shocked me because of how much impact it had. It's little things, but it, it just makes you really question not the ethics of people, but their thought process into what they're doing and where they're the, the spatial awareness. Because there are cosplays out there that are, you know, more revealing or more skin type. Yeah, or even just yeah. like spidey suits, because I can tell you now for a fact, nothing's left to the imagination in one of those things. Um, so, Some people need to learn about dance belts. Yes, I'm just going to put it out there. If you are um, male or male presenting, and you and you don't want the attention, or you're afraid of the attention, or you just want some modesty, a dance belt is 10 quid super cheap and it'll work for anything that's skin tight it literally smooths down there so you look like a ken doll highly recommended for anything that is skin tight and you're afraid that you might be showing something um if you obviously if you want to show something that's absolutely fine and i know people who do whatever but if you you want some modesty and you want to be able to leave something to the imagination dance belt Great investment. Especially at a con. Yeah. Please wear one at a con because there are children and they do yeah. not need to see the one-eyed monster. And it's <laughs> high level for kids. Like, Funnily yeah. enough, I actually once saw someone headbutt someone in the dick and like it was a kid headbutted a dude in the dick because he saw Spider-Man, didn't think, and that dude went down like a sack of shit. Well, so yeah, cover it up, fellas. Unless yeah. you're being, unless that specific kind of environment, yeah, put the mouse back in the house. 
It did. And I know now these two have questions, so I'm just going to hand right over. <laughs> I'll let Jade go first. It's more of like the um, the best raunchiest cosplay like you've sort of oh. like done. Oh. Not including the Spartan Man, because that Spartan Man was wow. chef. Yes, my god, I saw that picture and I was like, man. She carved by Aphrodite herself. Mama like. Yeah. Oh, he Mama is adorable. Hum. I love Agnes to bits. <laughs> um, specifically, that I've shot in a spicy setting or non spicy setting? Either. Um, I have shot some really cool, ripped Spider Man like suits this thing ripped open so did a really cool scene that was like after a fight so like just be attacked everything's out he embraces black cat oh my god we just you know defeated whoever baddie is let's wasn't go me. just <laughs> that it was not me yeah so i've done something like that which is actually quite cool and i i like the theming um, I've done, <laughs> I've done some hilariously embarrassing ones for me. Um, there's a certain cosplayer that I have issues with because <laughs> Jordan knows exactly who you're talking about. I do, and I, I know the guy as well. So <sighs> we got chatting on Instagram. Um, we arrange for a shoot, um, and this is not my normal type of shoot because there was planned intercourse as part of it. Um, we had been flirting, we had been whatever. So, like, um, we would go for a hookup. He asked if he could have photos done as part of it in the cosplay that they are known for. So, my big thing is photography is not consent it's the same as cosplay is not consent like i am if i'm if you're booking me for a photo shoot you're booking me for paid work i'm there to take the photos i'm not there to be part of your fantasy if you email me beforehand and wish to have some kind of discussion you never know something (laughs) might happen but that's not a blanket response i have the ability to give consent to so this wasn't a normal photo shoot this was we were going to hook up, and he asked for photos to be part of our hookup. So, absolutely fine. Um, yeah, like I said, that's not my professional spicy work. They are very not endowed. Um, Jade's loving this right now. It's yeah. like, I wish people could see her face. She's just been smiling every time something spicy gets mentioned. Teeny weeny. Um, and they are a... Oh, fuck it, I'm going to have to say. They are a Superman cosplayer. And lines came out like, Take my super cock... Like, these very cringe-worthy lines, like, Superman's going to blow a load, it's going to be a super load. All, all this very, very, very cringy stuff. Give them a moment to process. They're going to need it. <laughs> Get ready for my fucking kryptonite. No, 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 we had Green Lube as kryptonite. Um, that was all part of the scene. Um, 
Spunked do a green glow-in-the-dark lube. So, anyway, it... Well, it is whatever. Uh, up until that point, all was okay. We were planning on meeting up again for some other stuff. You know, size isn't everything. I then found out they are a complete racist. Um, yeah, they are very, very racist. Um, they put some Instagram stories up when the boats were coming over um, with, with. Um, it's, I hate to say the word. Yeah, I was going to say, I, yeah, exactly, with people on. And he was like, oh, you know, I'm at the beach having a coffee. Let's go immigrant spotting. How many illegals are we going to see today? And stuff like that. Um, so for that reason, I'm very distanced. Um, I don't respond to any messages from them. I haven't blocked them because actually I find it kind of funny to look on their profile. <laughs> but yeah, so for me, that was like the worst one that I've ever sort of been in because it was so cringy. And normally, like, I can handle it. And you know, I'm not there to judge, I'm not there to ruin someone's fantasy. <coughs> I am there to document it, to photograph it, to help you live your fantasy. Like, that's what cosplay is it's fantasy. We're adding it to a sexual fantasy. All good, no problem. But but when it's the size of like a cocktail sausage, <laughs> and you're you're coming out with those lines, I, I kept a straight face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And I'm waiting for Jordan to, at some point in the next few years, tell me, well, actually, I'm really good friends with that person. Now I can't look at them the same. I know I'm you not, know them. I know them, but I'm not good friends. Like, you know, we, we used to talk years ago. Um, and as far as I'm aware, this person is also very much in the closet about their their interests. Oh, And yeah. so presents A very forward of... Link. Yeah, very, very much presents forward of penis. No, I don't like penis because I know other people have had experiences with said individual, and yeah, not but the, the the dude never did anything to me to rub me up the wrong way or the right way. Apparently, um, so I've nothing against the guy personally. As a person, though, I haven't spoke to him in years, and just yeah, it's it's one of those things where. Just knew of him, spoke on you know, social media every now and then, but no, no like actual connection there of any kind, really. And quite frankly, I think I got off quite lucky. God knows why, because he wanted to book a shoot in the gym. I was like, no, no, not now. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, apart from being a big fat racist, he's actually quite a nice guy, and we had really nice conversation beforehand. And like, yeah, he wasn't super hung, but that doesn't mean anything. There's other things you can do. Um, and, like, legitimately, I'm, I'm not a size queen. I don't judge people on that sort of stuff. So I was kind of looking forward to having another meet with him. And then that happened. <laughs> and I'm just like... Um, yeah, so that's, like, the most awkward 
uh, sexual spicy cosplay I've done. What's the funniest? But the other thing, like not even going like that. You would that you've come out of there and thought you've just laughed to yourself and just thought, "Fucking hell!" I never thought anyone would ask me to that apart from super small thunder super dick. <laughs> I tried to think. I'm kind of numb to a lot of it now. Um, there's been some fun bondage ones um, where people don't realise... Uh, I'm going to put this preface this next bit. Um, the next cosplayer I'm talking about didn't do a spicy shoot. They did do a, a tied-up shoot, but it was tied up as daredevil just been captured because i was doing a, a bondage day and i had a space um this so, is what you want me to do as well don't you as green arrow yes yeah i really want to do you and, but i want you and lucy to do this but i want you tied together but separate almost mid shot so like frozen by rope so like you're in pose you're suspend yeah so uh our friend matt modelled for me and we did some really cool daredevil shots and he didn't realise like how suspension affects your muscles because your your muscles are almost in spasm throughout a lot of it and like it is strenuous on the body um so I've had other cosplayers in spicy situations where they're like hanging because you know uh, Kingpin has captured them or whatever and because they, we're doing like a full spicy cosplay shoot and they're like oh my god like there's n- my arms are here my legs are here like on a, a frame but there's nothing underneath them and the stress on their muscles they don't realise like how much is going to be yeah. I just them afterwards like you'll let them down or whatever and they're like how's a fucking workout we haven't even fucked yet <laughs> and it's just like yeah and people wonder why there's like frequent breaks and it's like okay up take a few shots let's get you down let's get you on the floor let's get you stretching out because it is a workout like some of the positions these things look easy but they're not um yeah. It's like pole dance, really, because you use a lot of muscle when yeah. you do. I used to do pole up until the beginning of this year. Due to medical reasons, I can't do it anymore. But <laughs> trying to hold yourself upside down just by using one muscle, yeah, that's a yeah. fucking workout in, in its own right. I think yeah, you in a club or is that as a, like, an, a workout thing? Like it, was that's... A, it, was, it was a workout thing. It was a fitness just however you make money is none of my business. I just want to know the kind of person I'm working I mean, with at this point. Because that would be a big secret to be holding up until this point. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> In all fairness, not going to lie. Hmm? I thought you guys knew that, but okay. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, how do you think she bought a house like in this current economical climate? So she... During this economic crisis, that was in the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that that's always quite funny is when people don't realise the amount of effort and energy that's going into it. Um, okay, you, you're welcome to cut this next one out. Um, no, because it, <laughs> it might be graphic. Okay, so there's a 
adult toy which is called a ovnipositor. Um, that sounds horrendous. So it's named after a type of bug and the reproductive organ of this bug, which is basically in its mouth. And the way it works is it like bites into something, deposits an egg into them. Alien? Um, yep. So deposits an egg into them and then like goes out. So imagine like a tentacle dildo, which is hollow. And then uh-huh. you you make these gelatin eggs because they are body safe. So essentially, like if anything was to get stuck, they'll eventually come out uh, because the warmth of your body would just melt them. So they are body safe. Um, so there was a Spider-Man. Co- it's always the Spider-Man it's cosplayers. Spider-Man. Um, I love Spider-Man. So- I think you've just ruined the character for him. He's no, not going to play that game nice. up again. Okay, so the guy was Venom Spider-Man, like, black <laughs> Spider-Man, and yeah. the idea was this scene was him becoming that, so it was a black <laughs> ovnipositor, this was how Venom was, like, turning him or changing him, was through this, like, anal play, essentially. I don't um, remember that in the comics. No. <laughs> Nope, neither do I, but you never know. There's probably one on OF up there, let's be honest. Probably. Um, But his eyes were a little bit too big for his belly, as they say, Um, and the toy was a little bit bigger than he thought it was going to be, combined with the fact that you'll then add... No, no, no. So it was... We're doing a bit of a size for for context for people listening. So... This was probably the core hole, so it was like a little bit thicker than that, right? A bit bigger than but obviously, yeah, a little bit bigger than a Prisic. Um, and it was, it was obviously quite squishy and soft when you put it in because there's no core to it. So yeah. it's 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 like um, I don't know if anyone has stretched ears, um, yeah. but the I way like- that I put my stretchers in is I fold it up and then. Oh, it expands in my ear. Mine's not that big yet. I still have to use tapers, but... Okay. So it was kind of like that. It was absolutely fine. But then what you don't realise is when you're putting the egg through, everything stretches because you've got, um, like, this firm thing going through. I'm clenching my ass so yeah. much right now. I'm so scared something's going to jump up here. I wish the viewers could actually see your guys' faces because it's hilarious. Um... <laughs> And he was fine, and he experienced some stuff. Um, he probably smelled he, colours. They're experiencing some stuff right now, Declan, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm just making sure my mother never hears this podcast. Um, I feel like so I'm having the... a shit in reverse. Yeah, this, like... You can tell again, we're straight, can't you? <laughs> okay, again, you can... I'll get to that in a minute. Again, you can... um, So, um, obviously, men have a prostate. Prostate is where a lot of stimulation happens. It's where sperm and everything is produced. So, you've got the sphincter. It goes through. Then you sort of had the prostate here. And that was all fine originally. But then you had, like... I will say... I don't have anything... 
The eggs were small. I think Cadbury's cream egg size. That's not like, small. That's not small if it's that's going in your arm. That's not fucking small. Like, <laughs> this is like a Christmas chocolate decoration. Like, are we talking like that big? Yeah, I was getting... But still, that's It's going... smaller than... It yeah, was, like, smaller than that. Yeah, but it's like that's going in your arm, like... No. We're not experienced in this arena, no, so for no, that, that's quite scary to us. In in the world of toys, it wasn't that big. But what the struggle and the funny part for me was when the egg went past his prostate, he instantly blew his load. It just went boom. And like, he enjoyed it, loved that part, not a problem. But you know that whole post nut sensitivity thing? Yes, leave yeah. me alone, let me just like cuddle me and hold me. Yeah. So getting a toy that's that long-ish out of you oh. when you're all very, very sensitive because <laughs> he was going between a, a like a, oh god, I need this out of me and a, oh god, I can't take this out of me I'm too sensitive moment and you could just see that he didn't know what way to go and I'm there just kind of laughing because I he was doing this to himself um, I had to go up there and like put the egg in to start with, and then he had, like, this rod plastic thing that he used to push it, but, like, I need to put the egg in, like, to start with, because he was on a sling and couldn't get out of it or whatever. Anyway, but it was just like, yep, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So do you you pull it out, or do you leave it until you're less sensitive? That's like a band-aid, you just got to rip rip that that fucker out and just... Yeah, just let it happen. Like the damage is done, just just take it. Just like start a, a spinning top or something. Just pull it straight out. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a stuck screw, like a stuck cork. You've just got to get it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really so really that was Alex face right now. Martha really, really. Martha works. Like. <laughs> so for Quite me, really that was really wild. Really it's like, like so that. for me. <laughs> bum so for me, that was really funny because. <laughs> I mean, if I was in that situation, hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. In the graphic way that you described it, my body felt things it should Um, have thought. (laughs) The thing I want to just put out there is people can book with me or with any spicy photographer. We do not judge. We have seen it all. We might have a secret joke with a friend, like (laughs) very very few friends i mean you would never know and i'm not saying brands i'm not saying who these people are i've worked with they are fully anonymous they're never no one's ever going to know and if if they asked me i'd deny it was them i do enough shoots it could be a lot of people so anonymity Feel is com- a very big thing yeah so i i also run um a monthly kink play event local to me um, Did you see at Jay? the dungeon. She literally just said, sorry, what? <laughs> oh. um, at, at, at the dungeon that we're going to. So every third Sunday of the month, Gatwick Dungeon, I host an event there. Um, and the owner of the dungeon, I love her to bits. She is one of the most amazing people. You'll meet her on the weekend. Um, she oh, messaged me that morning and she was like, you can completely say no, it's absolutely fine, you, you don't have to say yes. But I'm trying to get some more bookings at the moment, winter's always a bit of a dry patch. Could some of the people that are having, like, 
um, like helping at the end of the day or whatever, <laughs> like to do clean up. Would they mind posing? Time. Would they mind posing for some photos and would blur the faces out? Because you know, clients obviously don't send photos of what they've just done in the dungeon to her. So she was like, you know, could we get some photos? So I was like, yeah, of course. But she's then actually had to preface there, shared with Booker's consent, shared with, because people will just think that their photos are going to be shared. Like, yeah. my spicy portfolio is so much smaller than people would think it is, because I have to have consent to show those photos. Mm. So I essentially have, like, yeah, two levels of portfolio for spicy. There's the stuff that I can show you online. There's the stuff that I can show you a physical hard copy of because people don't want the images online, but they're okay for it to be shown as an example. So I could show you in person if you want to book, but it's not freely available on my website. It's not just a link you can stumble upon. It's, it's only for people who are a serious client and a lot of spicy for me comes word of mouth. Yeah. <laughs> just realised how I worked that. I was like, I'm waiting. Um, but, but yeah, a lot spicy for me is word of mouth, which, yeah, is the way I prefer to do it. I want people that I know know my standards to be recommending. Yeah. And then I get the people who are drunk messaging me at con asking to shoot spicy that evening. Wasn't me. Just saying. It wasn't. Um, you, you were there. You were next to me. Yeah. Um, so you just asked we were... instead. Huh? <laughs> you just asked instead then. Yeah, if it's verbal, <laughs> yeah. there's like there's no paper trail. Like no one no can prove it. <laughs> um no, there was a guy at Con who on his Instagram stories I could see he was doing shots in the same hotel we were at drinking at that time. And he then le- like messaged me a half hour later asking if I was available to shoot OnlyFans that evening. I'm like, you are... You've been doing shots for the past however many hours. You're drinking. You cannot consent to this. You you have no knowledge of what you're getting into. It's like, no, that's not happening. No. But not everyone would not do that. There's a lot of people who would take advantage. So people, be careful. Yeah. And yeah, like Declan sold photos of me, so it's not... <laughs> with consent. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Just want to preface that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not like anything was unwrapped or anything, but like Declan honestly like just messaged me out of the blue and said, "Oh, I've got a guy who's interested in this cosplay. Like, have you got any photos where it's like, I don't know, Lebolgi?" Yeah, or even like some of the Green Arrow ones. Like, I don't get what the thing was, but it was like mostly the leather. Yeah, and the first one was like, "Have you got any photos where you look pissed off?" I'm like, "Have you seen every photo on my page?" Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, like Declan <laughs> said, "Right, I've got someone who was interested in this. Let's be real. We know what they're after. Are you cool with that?" I'm like, <laughs> "Have you ever seen that band Jurex advert?" Yeah, I think so. Wait, no, I'm thinking, of the, I'm thinking of the Skittles. <laughs> no, so there's one... So Jurex does, like, toys as well. Um, and basically, the gist of it is... Um, 
the guy comes, no, the, the woman comes home and the guy has made sandwiches because her parents have like spontaneously turned up. I like that. He's like, oh, the only thing we had is cucumber. Like, so I've made them cucumber sandwiches. And they're, they're eating these sandwiches and complimenting them. And then you sort of see her look. And then the, the next thing is the advert for like this Durex dildo or whatever it is. And it's basically like, use, use these, not that. So the idea oh is that God. basically she'd used this toy for something and now her parents were eating it. So yeah, it's like a ba- it's a banned con- like banned advert. Amazing. But I was like That's amazing. Love it. Oh. Worrying. But I love it. <sighs> oh, God. Any other random questions you have for me? Well, I think the big one, and to diverge away from the filth we've been talking for the last however long, yeah. is I've if got you some were editing obviously... to do, oh, what are we saying? I was going to say, you've got a lot of this editing. Two and a half hours worth of recording so far. Have a busy Thursday. Well, let's take it back to where we, like, we're here for, for photography and, you know, everything. Obviously, when you got into the industry, it was a few years back. Obviously, social media was different and everything, and it was easier to get your oh work. Oh, my God, there. there was reach. Yeah. So if, in this day and age now, if you would, if someone said to you, I'm new to photography, you know, I have XYZ camera, you know, where should I start my professional career or how do I break into a professional career? Don't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, you see too much things. Oh. Don't do it. You'll be competition. <laughs> <laughs> No, so I am the complete opposite. There's enough clients out there for everyone. And I am all for building people up rather than putting people yeah. down. So if if someone has questions, my DMs are always open. If you want to ask me about clients to work with, if you want to ask me how to conduct a situation, if you want to ask me about pricing, if you want to ask me anything, I'm an open book. Like, it's, I'm not hiding anything. Um... For me, it is start with stuff you like to shoot. Um, if you've not got the passion, it's going to show. Like, sure, we all need money. We all have done those days where we put an event on Eventbrite and we said, yeah, we're doing £20 headshots. Come in for 20 minutes and I'll do a headshot. And, you know, we get 500 quid for the day. Like, it's dehumanising, but... We've we've all needed those cash injections. We've all done it. Like, and none of us are too proud to go, okay, the bills are coming in. Quick money. Let's get something coming in. Um, but start with shooting passion projects. Start with shooting things you like. Um, offer to do some free stuff. Um, I am all for free stuff to evolve a portfolio. And it's something I get annoyed at people saying to me is, oh, this be good for your portfolio. Honey, I've been shooting for 15 years. Like, yeah. what are you offering me that is going to be so revolutionary? You're offering me a Wanda cosplay? Like, Vision, year and a half ago. Like, got a thousand of those. Give me something. Um, I, I have done some amazing shoots in my life in I did a really cool shibari shoot in the top of like 
a famous London building where the client booked out the building out of rate, like outside rates. So there's a photo of him and his missus tied up in essentially a shibari web against a big glass window that, in theory, someone could look down from the street and see it. They wouldn't have been able to see anything, but they could. And there's a photo of them with the London, like, night. Classy. I definitely undercharged for that, but oh my <laughs> god, for the portfolio image, that was amazing. Um, so try and find ways to like add to your portfolio, shoot things you like, uh, reach out for smaller clients first. Um, like, don't message Estee Lauder or Mac Cosmetics; they've probably got someone doing photos. On Etsy, like, if you see a prop maker, like, you know, Pagan Props, send them a message and say, hey, your products look really good, but it might be better to have better photos. Can I, you know, can I do some photos for you for free? Um, And then hopefully you'll get some business through word of mouth. So that is, you know, the old school way of doing it. Uh, when it comes to charging, make sure to not undercharge. Um, you need to make money. And what people don't see is the editing. Like, when I, if you're starting out, you're not going to have the macros. You're not going to have the, the speed that like others have. So for every day shooting, you're looking at two to three days editing. So if you're charging £200 for the day, you're actually charging like, I don't know, £60 for the day, or £70 for the day, because you've then split it over those three days. And then you've got to pay your tax, then you've got to pay Adobe or Photoshop or whatever. So just make sure that when you are charging, you're getting something out of it. Um, small businesses are great. Um, Jim's always looking for people. Like, you know, look on the local groups like that. Um, Instagram is really good. Interact with people. Um, that's how I got so many of my followers and so many of my connections. And if you look at my account, I think I've got 10.3 thousand followers. Like you don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm following 7,409. I'm not just like follow and then drop once you follow me back it it is that connection i follow people i chat with people like jordan and you make those connections um linkedin is one i'm starting to utilize um actually i found it really weird i was looking earlier and i have a connect I've got a connection to the director of Apple TV, like the head of Apple TV is a connection of mine. Um, the head of food at Google is another one. I have some very random LinkedIn connections. Yeah. Um, and you never know like when a job can come from that. So keep social media pages active. Um, a website is good um, for sending out client work like all portfolios a website is better for me and looks more professional than instagram um it's not cheap but like you can get squarespace for like 20 quid a month 
it, it's a it's relatively affordable it's not cheap but it's affordable to have that like custom domain and if you have your email address custom too so i've got declan at declan-creative.com it looks so much better than getting like a gmail email so it's those little things that make you look like you're a little bit more established than you already are um until you make it love it yep yeah. uh stock photography can be quite lucrative um it's not easy work but um so stock is when you read the newspaper when you watch the news and there's a story about i don't know a, f- a house on fire but they don't show you that house they show you a generic house that is a stock image it's an image someone has bought for the use of media um People will use them for presentations. People will use them as assets in other photos. They'll use them as book covers. They'll use them for all sorts. Um, I personally sell through Alamy, but there's also Adobe Stock, there's Shutterstock. There's other companies, and you upload the images, you tag them with what they are, and then people will go on there and they'll purchase them. So I think with Alamy, people pay £80 for the image, and I get £45. Okay, so a good split. Yeah, so not a bad split. The, the better your relationships, the more images you sell, the higher like you get, and the, le- the less you sell, the lower. Um, just because they give a higher split to the people who sell the most. Um, and they're free. You don't have to pay to be a member of them or pay a monthly up- upkeep fee. So that's really good. Um, know your level. There's a there's a phrase for this, and I can't think what it is, but it's essentially where you're shit, but you think you're amazing. Act your um, wage, basically. Yeah. Um, it's almost like reverse li- imposter syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm always panicking that my images aren't that good. Um, they are. Yeah, but I always have that panic. Um, but you're never too, like, too indecided to learn. The most recent con, Charlotte was helping me with lighting, um, and so was Dan, with different like images I wanted to produce. Never be too proud to ask for help. Never be too proud to check stuff. Um, I have an amazing photography friend, Sean. Um, Sean T Photo, Sean Tyrrell, on Instagram. Might as well give her a plug. Uh, Double-checking her name now. Sean T Photo. Um, brilliant professional photographer and i can send her an image and be like something is wrong with this what aren't i liking or i'm trying to retouch this but i can't get this effect what am i doing wrong and we'll help each other out sorry just it's to go all back, about growing i had to work out it's the dunning kruger effect where you overestimate that's yourself. it sorry that's it it was gonna bug me if i didn't didn't find no thank you out. so the dunning the Dunning-Kruger effect is huge in photography um, because a lot of people will tell people that they're amazing when they actually aren't. Mm. Um, so you need honest and harsh friends around you. Uh, Jordan will testify. I put images in like a group chat that we've got and will ask people's opinions on what they think of an edit because you need that harsh truth. You don't want yeah. people to blow smoke up your ass. And well, it's even like... Got- 
not even to the most severe degree, but like when you do some of my Witcher stuff, obviously I can't wear contacts. I'm too, my eyes are too sensitive. I can't do it. Where I, I always say, oh, can you edit my eyes? And it's like just a little nudge because it's like well, it's one bit. Yeah, and I I quite often forget, so I do need that nudging. I feel but guilty it's... for it, but I still do it. Never feel guilty. Um, but it's those things. Um, you if you're wanting to be paid for a job you have to be at a level equal to or better than someone else who is charging for that job that's the way you've got to think about it is if someone is i i am so far off shooting for pepsi so i can see a can of pepsi over there (laughs) but because i am not at that level and i understand that i could get there eventually like it's it's doable like you can put enough time and practice in there but you need to learn to shoot your level and a little bit higher you can always practice and top your skills up and and fake it till you make it to a certain degree but if you turn up on there or turn up to a production and you cannot produce an image that's where the issue comes in you've got to be able to do what you're promising so, just yeah, so to build, sure. sorry, just to build on that. So with like, again, you know, working to your own level and everything, if there is that, how would you say to someone other than obviously asking for advice or anything, how would you say to someone to build their skill level? What do they need to do to, to get to those higher ranks to, you know, to work for Pepsi and such? Um, Practice, practice, practice. Personal projects are a thing. Um, I was recently shooting um, random food photos because I wanted to get the practice in uh, for some stuff that I have to do coming up. Uh, Trying to find the photo. Oh, it's not going to be here when I want it to be here. so you pr- you practice you you do the shoots at home, you order in whatever it is you want to practice whatever niche you want to be in you want to be surrounding yourselves. Um, if you want to be doing alcohol photography and drinks, the alcohol's a really good seller. Their marketing budgets are huge. Get bottles of beer and take photos of you opening it, pouring it, various lighting, and practice and surround yourself with that. Look up photographers on YouTube and Instagram and other social media that are in that industry and look at what they do. Don't necessarily replicate it, but makes like inspired by it. Um, if you want to work with people, um, Purple Port is an amazing website. Um, it's free, there's a paid option, but there's a free option. And that is a model. Um, it's it's a creator resource for anyone who works with people. So if you're a photography studio, if you're a photographer, a makeup artist, a model, an actor, you can go on there. You can put out a portfolio. You can get what are called casting calls, where people will ask for people that they need work. You know, I need these models um of these sizes this day rate or if it's free or whatever they'll put it out there um you can put your own out saying i'm available to shoot up to this level uh there's a website called adult folio so that is the same but that is specifically for spicy work 
Um, so OnlyFans, uh, fetish modeling, lingerie modeling, etc. That is over there. And for that sort of work, it's my favorite site. Purple Port, I find there's a lot of creeps with cameras. Whereas as a photographer, to get on Adult Folio, I had to submit 10 images of as a portfolio. I had to have three references from models that have worked with me. There was a vetting process as a photographer. I've been told there isn't as a model, but that's fine because people could break into the industry. That's fine. But from a safety point of view, I was really impressed with that requirement as a photographer. Which is good. Um, there's websites, uh, there's one called Bark, which is free to sign up for. Um, you put your location in. And then you get sent work that people want. So people will go on there and they say, I want a wedding photographer. I want headshots. I want my products photoed. And then that is sent out to anyone who does whatever categories they've selected in like a certain area. And then you pay as the photographer, you pay for credits to be able to message those people. Um, and it will tell you, like, there have been five responses or one response or no one's responded. So you can make an informed choice whether you want to pay for that or not. Um, so that's that's a good one um, to start things out. Facebook is great for critiques. Um, there's a YouTuber I love uh, called Tin House Studio. His name's Scott. Lovely guy. Does some great videos, really good content. And he has a really active Facebook group which has got a beautiful community where you could just put pictures up and everyone will, if you want feedback, they won't give it unsolicited. They're lovely. But if you want the feedback, they will say, oh, well, actually, I think the lighting is really nice, but maybe this isn't in focus, etc." So it's a great way to have, have people help you. Um, and the other thing, if you've got thick skin, is put an image out there but say something about it that's wrong. Because the best way to get interaction on the internet is to say something incorrect. Because <laughs> people love to correct you. So if you tell people um, you're practicing for your new camera, you're taking pictures of bananas, and it's a picture of an orange, people will comment telling you that's not bananas. <laughs> and then that will start getting interaction, and people will start then actually critiquing the photo. So that's another good way of getting it is f force people to contact you by not you know telling them something different. It Make gets the interaction. This is it. Utilize the trolls. Mm -hmm. um, also, message people. Like I messaged you, and that's how this all started. Like creators are people too. Um, if they've got like a hundred thousand followers or something, they might not reply to you. But in general, most creators like creating content, and if you're giving them free content, they're probably gonna say yes. Yep. Um, as long as it's okay. Um, but yeah, just message creators, like reach out to them, and say, "Hey, I'm based in this area. If you're ever in the area, I'd love to take some photos with you." Um, but very much at the start. Figure out what you want to shoot. Build a portfolio of it. You know, if you want to start cooking, doing food, start making food and doing photos of the food. 
If you want to start doing people, get your friends and family around in those situations. If you want to start doing weddings, go to the friends' weddings and take sneaky pictures. Don't get in the way of the working professional photographers, but take some nice photos of your friends at their wedding. I'm yeah. sure they'll happily let you use the photos. But again, don't get in the way of the photographers. They're being paid to be there. You know, and also not everyone wants people taking photos of their wedding. They might want you specifically enjoying it. If it's appropriate and use your judgment, that's a good way. But yeah, it's it's try and build that portfolio, which sounds so hard. It's back to that thing of, you know, how do you get a job when they all want experience and you've got no experience? Photography is very visual. A client doesn't care that you've not worked with another client before. They care about the end result. So if you can show that you can make that end result, that's all you've got to do. Anything from you two? No, I've really enjoyed just sat here, like, asking a couple of questions and just listening to you just talk. Like I say, I said at the beginning, just so passionately about what you do. And it's just amazing. 